0: Podcasting from St. Louis, Missouri, this is Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison, your information and inspiration hub for all things health, wellness, and functional medicine. Your host, Dr. Allison Debardo gagan has been practicing functional medicine for over 11 years. She is passionate about finding root causes and solutions for gut health, hormone balance, anxiety, and autoimmune conditions. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome back, this is Dr. Allison and today I would like to know if you struggle with IBS, acid reflux, digestive type issues and you can't figure out what is going on. So we're going to continue our month of talking about mindful eating and I would still love for you to join my free mindful eating challenge and program that's running the whole month of February and it's free to join. The link will be in the description and comments of this video podcast. So. What does mindful eating have to do with digestion? I know that's a big question. So mindful eating can be simply paying attention to what you're eating, making conscious choices, what you eat, when and why are you eating out of boredom? Are you eating out of hunger? Are you eating because you're trying to hide emotions? And it also means noticing how we feel when we are eating after we eat. Um, Are you happy and energized? Are you tired and sluggish? Do you need to go take a nap and go lay down? Those are big signs of what's going on with how your body's feeling. So stress, mindless eating, and emotional eating will all affect our digestive system. So let's take a quick look at the nervous system again. Remember we have our sympathetics. We have the sympathetics, which are our fight or flight system. They're designed for stress. We like to say, We're escaping stress like you're getting chased by a bear and you need to run away and escape. So your pupils dilate, Your body takes blood from the abdomen and sends it out to the limbs so you can run really fast and your heart rate goes up, your blood pressure goes up, and what that also means is blood is taken away from our intestines and we're not going to digest food because the body's really distracted, honestly, and our nervous system slows down that portion of our body in order to survive. And then when the stress situation is over, it comes back into balance so we can refocus on normal everyday things like resting, healing, digestion, hormones, all of that good stuff. So our parasympathetic nervous system, some people call it the wine and dine. Some others call it the relaxation and healing system. And this really kicks in when we are relaxed. It brings blood back into the abdomen, calms our heart rate and our blood pressure down, and also does the opposite. So it focuses in on healing, hormones, fertility, things like that. So the problem as you probably know is that we spend most of our days in high stress from waking up late, trying to get the kids out the door to commuting in the car and traffic jams and stress, dealing with uh, whether it's clients or your boss or the work that you do is stressful. And then the same thing when we get home. So our body never really gives that chance to relax and be calm And so that also means that there isn't enough power to focus in on digestion. So less power on digestion, that means our stomach doesn't have the acidity to break down foods, and that can lead to acid reflux. So most people who have acid reflux actually have too little acid in their stomach and the food sits in their stomach and it sits up against the lining of the stomach because the small intestine doesn't wanna take whole food. It's waiting for that acidity to go up, to be opening up and taking in what's left of what we've been eating. And then the food starts to rot, almost fermenting, and it, we burp it up and it comes up and that's where acid reflux is happening. Now there are people who have the opposite where they have way too much acid in their stomach. That's also common, I'm not dismissing that at all. But if we have too much acid or too little acid, there's an imbalance and there's a reason. Is it an infection? Is it stress? And many times it's both of those things. So we need to be tested as well. Stress also increases sugar in our blood system because when we're stressed, say you're running from that bear, your muscles need quick food, which is sugar. So you need to run, you need to get away, right? So when our, we're in constant stress, but we're sitting like at a computer, or driving to work or trying to do homeschool with our kids during all of this going on right now, our body's just releasing sugar into our system. And this is what leads to diabetes and leads to cravings and high blood pressure and mindless eating because we're like, well, what can I eat? What can I eat? And it also increases blood cholesterol levels which impacts our heart health and our hormone health. So this is a very serious issue that needs to be addressed in healthcare. So it's not just take a pill to get your blood pressure down It's why is this happening? How can we affect our bodies in a healthy way through food um, meditation or journaling? What is it that you need to get the system to kick over? So distraction might also be another key. Um, you might not feel stressed, with while you're eating, but watching TV, playing on your phone, working through lunch or breakfast will cause your body to perceive stress and turn on the the sympathetic fight or flight nervous system to shut down for digestion, prepare for fight or flight. And if you're overloaded with stimulus like noise, talking or working, your body will be stressed and reduce digestion. So, When we say, put your phone down, turn off the TV. There's a reason because we want our bodies to be in a calm parasympathetic state while we're eating, relaxed, focused, healthy, digesting. Okay. So when you're sitting around the table for family dinner, turn off the TV, get everything quiet. Maybe you need to turn the lights down lower and that might help your kids as well. Focus in on eating if you're in a more quieter space. Okay. And when we are stressed, emotional, pressed for time, or mindlessly eating, we also don't chew enough. We basically get food in, swallow it, gotta go, be done. We're not even thinking about it. And I've always been impressed with teenagers watching them eat like a Chipotle or Qdoba uh, burrito. And I've watched kids eat them in three bites. And those things are massive. (laughs) And I'm like, How the heck did that happen? Um, So when we don't chew our food, our stomach doesn't digest it as well. We are some of the fewest mammals that have uh, enzymes in our mouth, amylase and things like that, to start the breakdown process in our mouth. We need to chew, chew, chew. I know you've probably heard it before, our stomach doesn't have teeth. And it's true, while it might have that low acidity, if you're not chewing, you're eating your burrito in three bites and it just goes down, it's going to take longer for that food to digest, longer for your stomach to break it down into components. You're going to risk acid reflux, and then you're going to risk the rest of your intestines having a problem because it's not fully prepared to digest whole food. So if you see whole food in your stool, it's really important that you slow down check your stool, chew your food, take some digestive enzymes, okay? And then when we move down into the small intestines, we have this mass of undigested food that our enzymes can't break down into its components. And this causes gas, pain, bloating, diarrhea, or even constipation, depending on how your body reacts to these gases. So we need to slow down. And when we don't have that digestive power, You're not going to absorb and assimilate the nutrition that you are eating. And then we go into leaky gut, which is a whole nother conversation, but real quickly, if we have proteins and they come with multiple amino acids and during digestion, they get broken down into their individual components. When they don't get broken down, the intestinal walls will open and really just between the cells and look at these proteins and the immune system will tag them and say, this protein does not look right. I don't know what this is. It must be an invader. And this is what happens with leaky gut, food sensitivities, dairy, wheat. This is why not a lot of people have celiac, but a lot of people have gluten sensitivity because our body, it just over time has not broken them down. And so if you find that every time you eat, your chemical sensitivities get worse, your food sensitivities get worse. This is one of the reasons your food's not being broken down, whether it's chewing, whether it's stress, whether it's your stomach, small intestines, somewhere along the line, there's an issue. So in the mindfulness challenge, we go through the top eight strategies on how to eat mindfully, but you can get started today. So focus on taking three deep breaths before you eat to calm down your nervous system, relax your shoulders, turn off distractions, put your phone down, and focus on experiencing your food, the sight, the smells, the taste, slowing down the touch, the texture, all of it, and really just making an experience be in that present moment. And focus on the food before you with gratitude and think about the farms, the farmers, the soil, the trucks that had to bring the food everywhere, the grocery store workers, who got the food, who prepared the food, and just take that moment to be really present in gratitude That will help also calm your nervous system down, but also improve your state emotionally and physically. And if you're struggling with digestive issues, I would love to offer you a free health consultation and get to the root cause of why and what's going on and help you create a plan to move forward so you can schedule online and get the help that you need and get started. So thank you for tuning in today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Functional Wellness with Dr. Allison. If you would like personalized care and testing, you can schedule a free introductory consult with Dr. Allison online at Little Black Bag Medicine or message us on Facebook at Little Black Bag Medicine. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.